Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, welcome back for part two. We have four stories to read for you in part two here, so we're going to dive straight into it. This first one is from the Am I the Asshole subreddit, and it is Am I the Asconaut for telling my wife that I'm mad that she didn't let me have my friends over. That says wife, not mom, right? (laughs) That's what I read. Okay. Last Saturday, I went over to a friend's house to hang out with the guys. My wife, who gave birth to our son six weeks ago, also had her friend over to our house. So I finish up at the gym, head over there, and sit down to play some games. After playing for about 30 minutes, my wife calls me, her friend is gone now, and asks if I can come home because a bump on her skin has gotten more painful and she doesn't want to be taking care of the baby alone when it's painful for her to stand and walk at this point. Previously, it only hurt while she was sitting. Obviously, I'm disappointed that I have to leave, but it is what it is. So I get up and tell my friend who gave me a ride over that I need him to give me a ride home. Everyone is confused and upset that I'm leaving, especially since now they're going to be short or person for their game. On the ride home, I call my wife and suggest that I just bring my friends over to my house instead. That way I can help with the baby whenever she needs me to, and I'll still get to hang out with my friends whenever I'm not needed by her. She says that she doesn't want people over, and we hung up. At this point, I'm mad. After I get home, I lay down next to her. 15 minutes of silence. She obviously doesn't need me at the moment. I finally ask out loud, what am I going to do for the rest of the day? She immediately starts crying and saying, are you seriously mad right now? I tell her, yes, I'm not mad that she wanted me home, but I'm mad that she won't let me have my friends over when in my mind, it makes no difference to her. They'll be out in the living room the whole time. It's not like she's going to be leaving the bedroom anyway, since it hurts for her to walk. She has no reason to in the first place when I'll be in the house and I'll be available at her beck and call. She says my priorities are all wrong. I tell her that she comes before my friends, but that I don't see why I can't be there for her when she needs help. And then also be able to go out into the living room to see my friends when she doesn't that way we're both happy right she gets all the help she needs and my saturday plans that i've been looking forward to all week aren't spoiled she says that i don't get it that she needs moral support and i won't be able to provide that if my friends are over i don't understand this because i know for a fact that if i came home and just hung out playing video games it's not video games i think it might be video games but you know, you read that and I didn't even, that is how I also yeah. read it. Yeah. I think, I think it might be what it is, but might also be like D&D or something. But he said shorter person. Yeah. And he needed a read from his friend, so it might be like a D&D it, it, I'm, I'm like, it's Call of Duty or Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. That's one of those two yeah. things. I don't understand this because I know for a fact that if I came home and just hung out playing games in the living room when not actively helping her, that she would be fine with that. She even admitted this was true. After we argued, she took an ibuprofen and felt no pain at all until the next day. Please don't leave negative comments about my wife being a baby or anything. I'm not here to make her look bad or to bash her. I love and care about her a lot. I just need to know if I was being a jerk or not. So the original question was, am I the asshole for telling my wife that I'm mad that she didn't let me have my friends over? She is six weeks postpartum. She sure is. And is that where your brain just yes, went right away? Yes, the very first thing. Yeah. It's the very first thing. Um, I'm not. This girl, lady, new mother, has. This is not about her. The friends. This is not about the pain. This is about. She's not feeling supported right now, 
and these other things are what she's holding on to, to to have him come home or to have him be there instead of just saying, I honestly, I just need you here. And I know that feels selfish right now, but I just need you to come home. And maybe he doesn't get that. And then that can be a deeper conversation. But I don't think this is about a bump on her skin. It might partially be. But I don't think this is about any of that. I think she just needs him right now. And she doesn't know how to say that. And she might be having a little bit of postpartum. There might be a lot of other stuff going on here. But she's needing him for something deeper than just, I need you home and I don't want your friends here. She's not trying to be a bad person right now, I don't believe. So putting myself in his shoes and, and, you know, with five kids, I I feel like I can do this dinner, different intervals of, of my adult life. And, and as you know, with, with the most recent one Navy, obviously a lot more wise and white bearded at this point, but I could see in this situation where he it's not about this one isolated situation you're right on that i think this is her not feeling supported overall with him not just that night and if he had you know met or exceeded what her expectations were for being supportive to her she would have had no issue and he wouldn't have heard from her at all because she would have been like no I really want you to go. Like you've been so great. You've been been there for me for everything. Like I I want you to go. And it would have taken something really serious for her, for her to renege on that and, and to call you back home. Yeah. But it seems like he's a little bit of a brozo here because he's not getting that. He's only seeing this. He's not seeing the forest for the trees yet. Right. He's just seeing this one isolated incident where he didn't get his way even though he's been waiting for this thing all week. And I get that when you have a baby, like fun friend time, things are tough to come by, but I get the feeling that there's a difference between checking the box and doing the minimum and being there for sure and being supportive and being, you know, actively supportive and actually caring and being there. Mm -hmm. You can be there without being there. And that kind of sounds like, at least to her, that's what he's been doing. It feels that like probably she feels like his presence. He's physically present, probably. But I don't get the vibe that she's feeling that he's actually present when he's there. Right. And I agree with you. I think that if if she had felt fulfilled in those ways, she probably wouldn't have had a thing to say to him. Right. And she knew how much he was looking forward to it. And I don't doubt this guy's love for his wife. I think that he just, I almost get the feeling that they might be kind of a young couple. And because as a, I wasn't a young mom by any means, but with my first, I think I was a little like this as well. I, if you have free time, I want you to be home with me. Why aren't you going to be home with me? I'm home with a kid all day. Mm. Why are you not with me? Or maybe there's a little bit too, of jealousy that he's getting to get some time away because she's probably six week out, six weeks out, only spending time with this kid. Right. And you don't get to get away when you're the mom most of the time. Her friend, her friend came, came over, over, but she didn't. Yeah, mom didn't get to leave. Man, there is something about just getting to leave the house in those times, and he's getting that socialization that she's probably dying for. And she probably could use some of that not in the house or even necessarily with him. Right. She probably could use some time just away from them both and let him understand being trapped in the house. And trapped is not the right word, by the way. I'm not trying to to make motherhood sound awful. Oh, but cabin fever's but a thing. But man, cabin fever's real. And when you are the sole person there taking care of the kid constantly, you do need a break. Like I haven't left the house in three and i'm telling you and not even to go to target they didn't say in here what it was about but in mine my case my first one had colic and i am telling you from the moment her eyes opened to the moment they shut which was never because she never slept she cried constantly and there was postpartum depression there was i i could not get away from it and i loved her more than anything but dear god i needed the hell out of that house and so maybe there's some of that too. I think yeah. maybe she there's a little bit of jealousy. There's a little bit of 
not feeling super supported or or that he's real present and maybe that's what a lot of this is that doesn't make her a bad person either or a bad wife or selfish no. i don't think i just think she's probably working through some things here you know it's also possible that you know how i'm trying to remember how how what my mental state was at six weeks and it's it's really possible that they're both hanging by a thread. That here. is so true. And that For you know sure. this it might not even have been a big deal. She's just you know she's hanging by a thread and and just just needed in there. Just period. Mm-hmm. Just no other reason. And you know what? Whenever whenever your your wife or significant other has just given birth, six weeks ago is is just given birth. in, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, you you run home the instant that that there's a hint of needing you there, because that's that's where your allegiance lies. And yeah, yeah. this is a sacrifice that that you had to make. Op, <laughs> get used to it, because mm-hmm. you're gonna sacrifice like this every day for the yeah. rest of your life. To have the option to socialize is great. But you do not have the av- ability or availability rather anymore that you used to. Yeah. And that is a really hard thing for people to grasp. It was hard for us. We were super social people pre-kid. And man, that changes. And it sucks yeah. to realize how much it's changed and that you are kind of stuck. We even tried to go out after Austin was born. We tried to go out for New Year's and she was like six weeks or six months old. And even then, our New Year's, we ate dinner and got called home because my mom was like, I can't do the screaming, crying thing. You're going to have to come get her. So, uh, yeah, it, it sucks. But, man, when you have a baby, that's it. You've got to give up the rest of it until they become an age where you don't. And right. Even then, that's we're, where we're you probably making be. it sound like like you give up everything. And, and you, it might sound that way. And it does feel that way sometimes. It does. It feels that way. But you you start to gain pieces back, and and you gain brand new pieces that weren't there before, yeah. and that's that's the and important perspective thing to keep in mind. that it all, all didn't really matter as much as it felt like it yeah. mattered. Like this game right. night, it was not what your whole life was riding on, man. Well, and your buddies, this is this is probably going to come down more to your buddies are going to have to gain a new understanding for your availability, yeah, and realize that. You know, when when you have game nights like this, whether whether it's, you know, table games or or video games, if it is a you know, if it's a squad driven kind of thing, they're going to have to just realize that they've got to be more flexible with your time. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes that's tough. You know, if you're doing a raid or something like that's it's a pre-planned thing and they need everybody to be on board. But you don't have that ability anymore to be like Unless it's your job, mm-hmm. you don't have the ability to be like, I am definitely 100% going to be there right. X day at X time because you have an infant now and you have a and, wife who's six weeks postpartum. Like, right. And with her not wanting the friends at the house, that could be a ton of different things. Sure. The house may not be in the condition she wants it to be in for people to be there. And I know my husband and I have absolutely different ideas of what acceptable is for the having people at the house. Um, so maybe there's some of that that you're not quite picking up on, or maybe she just needs it to be quiet for a minute where she's not the one in charge. Maybe she's the kind of person that when people are at her house, she feels like she needs to hostess and, you know, be that, be that wife that's taking care of bringing drinks and snacks while you play your games. Maybe she's wanting to do better and be better, but just isn't capable of that in that moment. She might just right. be tapped. And probably at six weeks out, she's probably tapped, honestly. And if it is a cabin fever thing, she's still still hucking the hat. Still hucking the house? She's hucking that house. She, she's still <laughs> stuck at the house, but now it's being invaded by people that yeah. she really doesn't want there. Right. And that, you and know, whether she wants to be pissed off at that or not, like she she may just feel that because, again, you're both hanging by a string at this point. Yeah. And I'm sure that the communication, when you guys did start talking about it, I mean, he says here, I ask myself out loud, what am I going to do for the rest of the day? And then she immediately starts crying. Man, you put it on her. And it does probably to you feel like this was her deal. But you really got to start asking yourself some deeper questions here about 
where is this really coming from? Because you know to you this seems ridiculous. Realistically to her, it might also seem ridiculous, but she doesn't know how to communicate that with you. Right. So you talk about how much you love your wife and she's priority. You got to start having those conversations and opening the door for her to feel safe enough to talk to you about the real things that are that are going on with her. Yeah. Because it doesn't sound like she quite knew how to communicate that with him at right. this point. So. And, and we don't know, you know, we don't know what the issue is, but, but we've touched on several things that it could mm-hmm. be. And once you understand what those things are, you know how to adjust for them. And if it is that, that overall she feels like she's not supported to the level that she wants to be, then that's something you can work with. You know what I mean? You can start stepping it up. Six, and you've got to be open to hear it. Yo, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you want to improve, right? Uh, why wouldn't you want to? Because even, even selfishly right now, you improving means that if you bust ass six days a week, you get that seventh day to do right. what you want to do. Like it's for this specific example and that, and that selfish reason that solves that problem. But also it's, it's better for you as a couple and as a family now, which you do have, you have a family now. Mm-hmm. And one of the other things that I think you're going to learn throughout this process is that it takes a really solid team approach yeah. to be able to just get through the day. And to, for you to be able to do this game night thing, it takes that teamwork approach to be able to make that happen, which means that you've got to think ahead and be like, hey, what can I do now to pre-support you and make your life yeah. easier when I'm gone? Like the, you have to start thinking about things like that way and because the team is still there. pride there, right? Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, you probably work or whatever, and I'm sure that you're also tired. But if you're the one that's wanting this time away, and leaving her to do it alone, and, and I'm not saying that in a negative way, I'm just saying leaving her for a little while to, to do it on her own. Swallow your pride a little bit and figure out what it is exactly she needs and then make sure that's taken care of. Um, it sounds corny, but figure out each other's love languages because a lot of times if there's a certain way she needs to feel appreciated or loved and that cup's not getting filled, everything else for her will feel like it's falling apart. And it's really not that hard to figure out if hers is acts of service or whatever. Go do the dishes. Go do the laundry. Make sure some things caught up so that she doesn't have to mess with that or she can take some time off from doing those things. And that makes a huge difference if she feels like she's being seen and appreciated. Maybe she's going to be more apt to give you, and it's not like a permission thing necessarily, but allow that time and not feel slighted by it. Yeah. So well, she's going to feel better about it. If she, I mean, if you can do enough for her that, so that she feels supported, even when you're not there, that that's where you want to be. Right. Yeah. Because then, then your physical presence isn't, isn't required all the time. It's just figuring out a way to get to that point. And this, I mean, this, this story's tough. And if it were, yeah. If there if there weren't a you know a baby born six weeks ago, it would be it would be a oh well yeah she she needs to learn how to communicate what the real issue is yeah. and her not wanting the people to come over without giving you an issue for it yeah there's there's a communication issue here but but the fact that you guys had a baby six weeks ago changes everything yeah I think we said earlier in in one of the first ones like when a baby comes along all bets are off yep. pregnancy all bets are off newborn baby all bets are off. You got to give a little bit of leeway here the or understanding. Logic scorecards are no longer applicable. Yeah. Do not say that to her, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. I do remember though. I remember in the, in the, you know, those first couple of months, us both being zombies mm-hmm. and you're just, you're just barely functioning as a human. Not, you know, you're not really loving life right then, even though right. you, you have these, this awesome, new human with mm-hmm. you and you you're treasuring every single one of those moments as a human and like you're just kind of a shell of who you used to be because you're just hanging that by a thread love and excitement of that baby is literally the only thing fueling the yes. rest of you right. you're just exhausted it's right. it's a lot and maybe that's what she's feeling and she's like why isn't that enough for him true there, that's a there really could be good point. a thousand different things going on there but you've got to get to the bottom of it one way or another yeah but when you do, it will it will improve a thousand things. Mm-hmm. So so this sucks. I get it. But 
your life is different now. Um, and it is possible to get back to those points where you can have like weekly game nights with your mm-hmm. buddies. You just got to figure out what you need to do to make it possible. And make sure you're also giving her that time with you. Yeah. Without everybody else. So, yeah, this is a this is a tricky one, but you're not alone. A lot of people go through this. Yeah. Most couples, I think, probably have these moments of feeling like the other one's not being sensible or making, you know, being fair. So, I don't know. I don't feel like the guy's an asshole I don't that either. he's upset by it. I just don't think he understands fully what's all going on here because there's not a whole lot of that communication happening the learning curve at this point in your life is like trial by fire only yeah there's there's only way to to figure out what the new normal is and that's to just live through it and as long as you both stay solution focused yeah and don't drown in the problems because there are going to be plenty of those then you guys will be fine you just have to learn how to communicate through it and that's going to be tough for both of you because again, if you're both hanging by thread and you're both a shell of who you were before because you're just surviving right now, like can be, words are hard. Words are hard anyway, but true, especially when, when you're that level of brain sludged, Yeah, words are going to be really hard. But as long as your heart's in the right place, I think you're going to be okay. And it sounds like his is. Yeah. I think this is just an isolated incident of frustrated with just the whole situation. Probably just flat out exhaustion on his part too. Probably. But I get it. Feel so, that. Get it. There were, there. Uh, I have a, a group of guys that I would squat up with like Friday nights and play Call of Duty and get on like 10 o'clock-ish and, you know, like every week. And when kid stuff comes up, like I just won't be able to jump on or yeah. I may have to jump off early. And I think w- the first few times it happens, it's like, well, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like, is this my life now? Do I not have any me time at all? And like that gaming time is like that bro time is a little sacred to you. But yeah, I think you end up just having to accept to yourself that, you know, which would you rather have? True. Would you rather have the the family that feels loved and supported and knows that you're there for them no matter what? Or would you rather be able to play the the game with your bros at the time you were supposed to? Yeah. And that's a transition, I imagine, for guys that's a little different because obviously for moms, we've had to deal with a transition for the entire mm-hmm. pregnancy. We've been dealing with that transition right. for dads. You guys go from, obviously you've, you've mentally been preparing for the dad thing, but it's not been a physical, you have to deal with it as it's happening for, and you have that whole nine, 10 month period to do it. And so you, you kind of have to snap into a transition from I get to be a guy to I get to be now I'm a dad. Yep. And I'm sure that's a little trickier. And it sounds like he's maybe just having a little bit more trouble with understanding his role from guy and friend and transitioning that into dad first. I think he wants to, though. I do feel like this guy really does feel like his wife and kid are first. I think he was just really looking it's, forward to a night of feeling normal. Yeah, I get it. And you know, what might be beneficial for him is to, I, and it, it, again, we don't know what, what kind of game he's into here with his buddies, but um, if one of his buddies is a dad, talk to him about how he pulled yeah. off the transition. Or if, the, if he's not find another gamer in that same realm, who is a dad and talk to them about how they pulled it off. And there's, it's not going to be the same for you, but you're at least going to, you're at least going to get some hints about things that you can try and, you know, get an idea of how long it's going to take and and what's going to be entailed. So it's also important to not, when you're talking to your friends about this stuff, not place that blame on your wife. It's like, Oh, she dropped the hammer again and I can't, you know, do this or I can't do that. That's going to be important too, for your friends to still see her with respect and not as a person who's trying to run your life and their Sorry, game. boys. Wife says no. She dropped it again. I can't do anything. She's basically ball and chain. Wife it's, says I can't game until I get the dishes done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you become mom and that's... And she doesn't want to do that. She does not want that, I promise. So act right. Get it together. You're not a bad guy. Nope. You'll get there. Just some adjustment time. Yeah. You got this. Yep. You'll be fine. <laughs> Okay, we'll go ahead. And, hey, you know what? It, just not making the ASCON scale at all was a big deal. So 
yeah, yeah. that's a that's that a big the compliment one. the second one that didn't make the scale the second one that didn't make the scale wow but we really laid it into that one lady so maybe we're trying to make up for that <laughs> It's all about balance, right? Yes. All right. The uh, next story that we have here is from the AITA subreddit as well. And this one is, am I the asshole for not paying my boyfriend back after he didn't get me the right birthday cake? Oh, my God. <laughs> they included a cake story in the podcast. I can't forget. Have you have you seen the cake stuff lately? I don't think for so. whatever reason we hit like this, this gold mine of stories this one night and there were like. Three or, four, three or four stories in one night of a live stream that were cake themed. Hmm. And we discovered that I'm apparently triggered by cake. This is going to be amazing. So, so it depends on how severe this is and, and, and what, <laughs> what, uh, what bad luck befalls the cake. I will say that the right birthday cake triggered me a little bit <laughs> already. So I'm going to try to center myself <laughs> Get myself back to a point of open-mindedness. And <laughs> we'll disregard. The jury will disregard that last statement. <laughs> exactly. I had a giant piece of birthday cake today, by the way. That's amazing. It was way too big. And uh, There's no shame. You had a big day. Yeah. Navy <laughs> Thunder, uh, she was having some of her birthday cake. And this cake was, it was so good, but so sweet that even like five, six bites in, she was like, mm. That's she's, saying something. She's like, mm, I've had enough. All right, here we go. I definitely have a bit of a complex about this kind of stuff because of how I grew up. Always with my siblings getting what they asked for while I almost never did. And generally feeling like I never get my turn at things. So it will be helpful to know if I'm justified or overreacting. My boyfriend and I have been dating for 10 months and it was my birthday yesterday. I put a lot of effort into birthdays, including his, and was pretty excited about it for the last month or so. There's a local bakery that makes a really good looking pineapple upside down cake. Hmm. That sounds so good. That really does. Mm -hmm. I've been really wanting to try it and have been saving it for my birthday. About a month in advance, I told him my birthday was coming up and gave him a few activity ideas and told him that I didn't need a gift, but I really wanted a pineapple upside down cake from XYZ Bakery. He said, sure. Now, I know this was probably annoying, but I did mention this specific cake several times, even before last month. Like we would drive by the bakery and I'd say something like, Oh, hey, that's the place with the pineapple cake. I want to do that for my birthday. I wasn't deliberately hammering the point home or anything or aware that it was going to end in a cake-centered conflict, but there were a couple of occasions where it came up. And then a week before my birthday, I did text him a reminder about the cake so that he would have the bakery info on hand. Yesterday rolled around and my boyfriend came over to my apartment and gave me a gift, which is a Kindle. Not a bad gift, and I know they are expensive, but not something particularly relevant to me either. Then he says, let's have cake and presents what you all know by now is not the pineapple upside down cake, but just a regular grocery store cake with the frosting balloons, vanilla cake with vanilla buttercream. You guys, I was legitimately sad. If I knew he was going to drop the ball on this, I would have just gotten myself a pineapple cake months ago instead of waiting. I was on the verge of tears because of not getting the one thing I actually wanted, which was that stupid cake. So I told him I was very disappointed and that he should just go home. He had two tickets to a comedy show for that night and one ended up going to waste. Now he's annoyed because it is, of course, just cake and wants me to reimburse the cost of the wasted ticket. It was only about 30 bucks, but I'm bristling at the principle of it. And I said I didn't owe him the money. He sent me a Venmo request for $30. <laughs> Am I the asshole if I don't pay? Wait a second. There are two different Am I the Asshole questions here. Yeah. Oh, are. no, no, no. Okay. Oh, no, I guess that for is not, what she asked. For not paying my boyfriend back after he didn't get me the right birthday cake. <clears throat> you know. So it, many emotions. It's so it's so funny that like the, the title here and the closing here is just like, I almost said the icing on the cake. Um, oh, oh, you should have said it. But it's such a small part of the overall story here. It's like. There was this ticket yeah. and he just decided to be a dick about it. Yeah. Well, you owe me for that ticket you didn't use. Right. Because I didn't pick up on the 1,000 hints you gave me about the one thing you actually wanted for your birthday. Yeah. Like, uh, I will start by saying her control freakism here kind of annoys the absolute shit out of me. But, man, I feel this 
because birthdays are a huge deal to me. And I really try to make birthdays a thing. Like that is the one day. For everyone else. You get to your, yes. Like that is your day. You know what I mean? Like an Mm -hmm. anniversary is about two people or however, but Christmas, whatever. Your birthday is your day and you deserve that. Everybody deserves to feel appreciated, right? I started to get annoyed by this because, by God, she wanted this cake. But then she says, I want this cake. Don't get me anything else. Mm -hmm. No gift. I, this is so important to me. And it's just a stupid cake. But I've been saving this because I wanted to share this thing with you. And she doesn't say that, but she's saying that, you know? Like, she made it so clear. And it might have been done in an annoying way. In like a, I'm going to plan my own birthday day or way. But, yeah, I feel bad for her that this fool didn't get her the one damn cake. She even, again, in a very controlling, annoying way, sent him the bakery information the week of her birthday. He actively chose to not do this thing like he made a very conscious decision that or waited until last minute and couldn't get the cake which is where a grocery store pre-made sitting there waiting to be purchased that's an that's an oh shit cake that's an oh shit cake he got himself an oh shit cake in compare i mean they're perfectly fine but but in comparison to what he was supposed to get that was an oh shit cake for sure and so, the Kindle, that I don't even know where that comes from. If that's not even a thing, if she's a big reader, okay. But this was a. These were panic gifts. These were panic gifts. Yeah. These like, were what's in not, stock at Best Buy? Yeah. These were not gifts that he put thought into. And that is hurtful that when sucks. you are a person who really makes birthdays a big deal. And she said she does. So. When he spent some money, but but. It wasn't, it was that never wasn't about the money for her. For. Yeah. It was about the thought. Yeah. And, and that I can tell you as a guy, you know, by default, and I know people hate it when I say by default, but, but by default, like we, we aren't going to be as in tune with that. Most guys True. aren't going to be as in tune with like the emotional relevance of, of this gift or that mm-hmm. gift. And many of us are not good at gift giving and putting thought into gifts. But Brozo, I'm telling you right now, mm-hmm. if you have a lady in your life who is willing to give you specifics, take f- notes. Do it. Because that makes your life so much easier when she it comes to gift giving time. Dude, guy. Short of calling the f- bakery and placing the order herself, she yeah. did the work for him. Mm-hmm. And it, it, and all she wanted was a goddamn cake. That's it. It was a cake, man. Like you got, you could have gotten off so easy. You didn't have to do any of the rest of the stuff. Here's the cake. I know, I know how much you wanted this. I know this meant a lot to you. Oh my God. How she would repay you for just saying those words with a f-ing cake. You're an idiot. <laughs> truly, God. Truly. Return the f-ing Kindle. Get the right goddamn kick. And then deliver it to her on your knees begging because you are a dumbass. <laughs> Actually, wow. before you return that Kindle, go ahead and download download the book, How to Not Be a Dumbass. Yeah. Read it, then return the Kindle, and right. get the right cake, bring it back, grovel, and so then hard. in the future, when she tells you exactly what she wants for a gift, seriously, Google Keep, Notion, Evernote, doesn't matter. Take mm-hmm. notes. Really, though, she could not have made this easier for you, even if it was in a controlling, overbearing way. She could not have made this easier for you. <laughs> May, do you think that he was actively bucking against the controlling, overbearingness, or do you think that he was just being lazy? I th- ooh, one I takes he- a lot of effort. I feel like he was actively making this choice because he didn't get her nothing. Or maybe that was it. Maybe he just screwed it off. But she said she did it the week of her birthday. So he knew it was coming. This wasn't a last minute like, oh shit, I forgot. This was a, she gave him the information the week of the damn birthday. But him not acting on it right then is either 
is either just the classic defiance. I'll do it later. Or yeah. I'm not going to do that. Don't tell me what to do. I'm, you don't I'm tell gonna, me how to celebrate your birthday. <laughs> I'm going to get you something really meaningful. Not some damn pineapple upside down cake. Right. I'm going to tell you what's meaningful for your <laughs> birthday. How about that? Uh, so no, let me clue you in on, on something really helpful aside from just taking notes, because that, that is the easiest thing that you can start doing to, to 180 your gift giving game, but your lady, significant other, whatever, as they share things to you through messages that are just like things that they like and want your mm-hmm. input on save those that's and smart. you accumulate this list of shit throughout the year that even if you don't shop directly from you have a really good like vibe and style guide yeah. to use as a reference and you don't have to fly blind you don't have to go buy a kindle because it's the only thing that's in stock at target or wherever the hell you got it <laughs> and then pick up a cake out the as you walk out the door because you're like oh yeah, yeah cake Okay, are there, she hey, talked about a cake. I feel like that was a thing. Could God. what if what if I got the store bought cake uh, and had them draw a pineapple on it <laughs> with the frosting? Would that have been better? I'll make it be upside down. Yeah, and then I can Jeez. when I bring it to you, I'll just turn it upside down, and there we are, bro. Oh. <laughs> also, taking notes isn't cheating. She's not going to give a shit that you were taking notes. She's going to give a shit that you remembered or cared enough to look back at those. We don't care if you have a steel trap memory, just pay the attention. (laughs) That's it, just pay attention, oh my God. She just asked for a cake. You literally, well, I was gonna say you have a girl there who seems to be cool with the little stuff in life, find the joy in the little things in life. I don't know that you've got that because again, she seems kind of controlling, but damn man, you this up. Maybe she's just really, maybe this isn't a, maybe this isn't a, a characterization of how she is about all things. Maybe she's just really passionate about cake. And I understand that. I don't know. The beginning, she says, I definitely have a bit of a complex about this kind of stuff uh, because my siblings always got what they wanted and I never did. And I never got my turn. But she says about this kind of stuff. So it's like just birthday stuff. Maybe. And if that's the case, I think that, that, hedges against that risk a little bit yeah yeah i mean we don't know what she's like otherwise as a person though who takes birthdays seriously this one makes me sad for her yeah because (laughs) it does suck to feel like you put so much effort into other people and to be thoughtful in what you do for other people to make them feel special in their day just to get shit on on yours it is a slap in the face and does make you feel like I do all of this for other people and nobody actually cares enough to do it back. And that, that is a sad, sucky feeling. Yep. That's really what this guy is like. You're better off, man. Get rid of this fool. Freaking Venmo, you $30. <laughs> what a jackass. <laughs> the comedian probably sucked anyway. That's dumb. Hey, how you need to figure out what the exact total of the pineapple upside down cake would have been and Venmo request him for that amount. That's smart. And then go buy yourself the damn cake. There you go. Don't share it with the selfish MF <laughs> and have the best. Treat yourself, girl. Treat yourself. <laughs> I am triggered. Jesus. See, cake, I am triggered by cake. Cake is a thing. I'm telling you, cake is like, it's a very <gasps> triggering thing. And I got to tell you, I started out thinking I was going to be triggered in a completely different way <laughs> about the cake situation. But nope, nope. I'm so pissed off for her about a cake. Everybody deserves to have the cake that they want on their birthday. Especially if they've been that clear about it. This was so hard to f- up. Like, I, it took a tremendous yeah. amount of talent to f- this up. So, you know, kudos, kudos. to you, sir. Congratulations. You are a very talented man at f- things up. Damn. <laughs> don't put that on your Tinder profile, fool. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, just don't tell me what kind of birthday cake you want because I will I, f- it up. Yeah. I think she's a bit of an asshole because she's not about not paying him back, though. I think she's a kind yeah. of she's kind of an asshole about how pushy she is about stuff seemingly i mean but in this case i hate to give somebody like let somebody off the hook again but she isn't an asshole for not paying i'm saying she's not an asshole and and she's not here's the other thing that could feed into this if he needs that level of of 
kid gloving yeah or, or care or reminding you know like what she what she did with this cake would be like what i would need to do to my 12 year old boy yeah because he's he's a teenage football player and that very much characterizes who he is so mm-hmm. like i have to tell him something 30 times yep. if i want him very to specific. for sure remember it and even then there's a 50 50 shot yeah but if she knows that this is just who he is and he requires that level of hammering into then i get it same but 10 months in you're already riding that mom line if that's what that's life's true. gonna have to be like you are going to turn into his mom and that's how he's going to look at you, not somebody wants to f- sorry, but let's just call it what it is. You're going to become the mom figure in the nag in the whatever. This isn't the guy for you yep. flat out. Don't send that full 30 bucks. Do not send him $30. No, send him the request for the amount of the cake. A hundred percent. I'm saying this is not the guy. Oh my God. He is an asshole. This ain't the guy. This ain't the guy. Um, save yourself yeah it would be really interesting to know if he actually went to the comedy show alone she said one ticket yeah one ended up going to waste but but like candace and i have been trying to find matt rife tickets for a while he sold out yeah everywhere. All, he had four or six shows up in springfield sold out he had springfield shows yeah i'll be damned i didn't know that yeah he was doing like thursday friday saturday shows and all of them are already sold out we were looking at KC, I think, but yeah, it's oh. uh, it's, it's impossible. Um, but if if Brozo here had gone alone to that kind of comedy show, he would have been roasted for sure. Like he would have been like, "Hey, uh, what's up with your open seat there, man?" And then yeah. hopefully the story would have come out, and he would have yeah. been like, "You are a fool." Yeah, God, I would, I would almost want to hear this guy's version of this story yeah that would be good so that we could roast him so pineapple upside down cake not buying brozo yeah if you're out there and you manage to hear this please go to dusty-thunder.com and submit your story directly to us please if you have the sack to do it because you are going to (laughs) get reamed guy you are going to get destroyed but come at us with it that'd be great (laughs) I feel like you might be channeling some of your uh, some of your old wrestling. That vibes. straight pulled out. <laughs> that pulled out a little bit of of the hate. If you have the sack for Whew. it, <laughs> I about cut a promo, and I don't even know your story, man. Damn, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> that is great. Okay, we're gonna dive right into yep. the next one here. Uh, it's another one from the AITA subreddit, and this one is: Am I the asshole for paying for my daughter's wedding, but not my son's? To make a long story short, my son was a teen dad. His girlfriend at the time got pregnant right after they graduated high school, and I practically raised their baby girl up until they both graduated college and got jobs. During this time, I had my full focus on my grandchild, which caused me to very stupidly not pay enough attention to my daughter. We've made up since, and I've been making up for lost time with her. The issue is I'm paying for her wedding, but I never paid anything for my son's. I felt like I'd already done and spent more than enough for their family that there was no reason for me to. I got them a good gift and a chunk of change and deemed it enough. He's been causing issues with me and his sister about this and has been slandering us on Facebook saying it's unfair how I'm paying for her wedding but not his. I understand feeling a bit bitter, but I've spent way more money keeping his family and him afloat than I have on my own daughter's wedding. Honestly, paying for her wedding doesn't even seem enough for what I did. I don't know how to feel right now and would greatly appreciate it if anyone could give me feedback on this. Family dynamics suck. Ugh. This is this sucks for her. She's trying to be a good. Mom. I say I think her right. This yeah, is, I think so. I, I think it's I think it's mom. This is mom. Well, it doesn't ever say. I don't think. No, it doesn't. We're just making an assumption. I'm assuming this is mom. 80% she's just trying to be a good here. mom. She's trying to keep things fair and balanced, and she's mm. got a lot of mom guilt for what she feels like was neglecting her daughter while she was busy taking care of the grandkid. So I feel like that's where the daughter wedding stuff is coming from and sure. all of that. Um, and mom guilt is a bitch. But I think that the actual only issue in all of this is that her son is uber entitled. 
he sure is acting pretty entitled. I mean, she raised his kid pretty much until he was graduating college. And they lived with her. Yeah. So I mean, she supported them for a long ass time. And now it's like, oh, why? Yeah. And she says graduated college and got jobs, which, which almost makes it seem like they didn't have jobs during college, maybe. Either way, she was probably paying for the chunk of the, the big chunk of yeah. their livelihood. Well, she even says that even the wedding that they're paying for doesn't doesn't it's not enough to balance that equation. Right. So, yeah, because you've got a baby and two adults living in your house. Yeah. Paying for all of that and watching the grandkid means not having to pay for daycare, which that is definitely more than a wedding. So, So here's the shittiest part about all of this. This entitled little shit goes to facebook right like it's jerry springer right like y'all my mama she paid for my sister's wedding she didn't pay nothing for ours tell you what she never did nothing for us Mm -hmm. she owes us he's that's how this seems like and what could he be saying on facebook really that i mean that doesn't make him sound like a little bitch honestly yeah so so the people that are actually listening that are going to give a shit what he's saying i think the first question you have to ask yourself op is do you give a shit for sure i mean you give a shit that your kid's upset with you but do you really give a shit that facebook world cares yeah does that matter at all yeah Uh, the people that he's connected with the people that that are listening right now do you give a shit about that if not, it's simply a matter of slapping him around a little bit mm-hmm. and reminding him about how you've gone way above and beyond, way much more than you're doing for her. Mm-hmm. And if he wants to balance the equation, he can cut you a check for the difference. What I think is that the son probably feels pretty slighted that that she now is giving this this daughter so much attention. And he's probably pretty jealous about that because it sounds like mm. he had commanded quite a bit of the attention or he and his family. And so now that he is an adult or grown or out of the house or whatever, she's trying to mend that relationship with her daughter and props to her for recognizing like, yeah. man, I, I probably didn't give you a whole lot of attention and I'm sorry for that. Let me try to make this right. I don't know that money is the way to do that, but I think she's genuinely trying to fix that relationship. Um, but I think maybe son's a little bit jealous. This seems a little jelly. <sighs> this sucks. Like this sucks. I, no matter what your inter inter family issues are, I think the instant that you turn to Facebook and start slandering people, yeah. you're the asshole for sure. That's it. It doesn't matter what's going on behind that. I mean, mean, Mm -hmm. airing dirty laundry out on Facebook directly to try to to try to rally people on his side. I mean, the the play there obviously is to try to create enough of a force of people to apply pressure for her to do something about it. Yeah. Which in in her case, the only two options she has are to give less to right. her daughter for the wedding or to give him something, but then that puts additional strain on her. So he doesn't yeah. give a shit what kind of pain he causes. Not here. at all. No, this is about him. Oh, he sucks. He sucks bad. And anybody who's willing to go like to read this on his Facebook and say anything hateful back is not a person who's trying to gather both sides of the story. Like right now, we're discussing this from just her perspective. Mm-hmm. I'd love to know his perspective. I'd love to know the daughter's perspective. There's probably more to this, but this is gross. It, even if they're whatever his version of the story is, if you have gone to Facebook, your version is bullshit. And I'm sorry, but if you are able to do that and say those kinds of things, slanderous things about your own mother, because of what she's being a good mom to her daughter. Like you're a douche, honestly. What enough time must have passed to where he's just forgotten about everything that, which makes him entitled. She did. So he's an entitled douche. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's been a while since uh, she hasn't done anything that big for us lately. Yeah. (sighs) 
I feel really sad for her yeah. because then she's not only dealing with her son feeling these ways, but then she's dealing with her children not getting along anymore. And that's sad. Like that's really sad for a parent for so, your kids to not be cool with one another. That's, yeah. that's a sad thing. Right. Well then everything gets more complicated. Right. I, I don't know, you know what the dynamic with this family also, is. The grandkid. There's a whole grandkid thing here yeah. who she was super close with. And this guy seems like a petty enough asshole to pull that relationship. hundred percent. So she's got to be careful of that too. Oh God. That sucks. You don't use kids and you don't use cake. Ever. Those are the two oh. things you can't use as weapons. Triggered. <sighs> I mean, golly, here we are again. This lady's not the asshole. No, she's not. Um, this is, it's going to be a touchy situation and hopefully you're close enough with your son to where it seems, it honestly sounds and seems like you haven't created some really firm boundaries with him for sure. And this may be a case where, where he, he just needs some boundaries created and doing that at this point in his life is going to be a difficult thing to do, but you got to draw a line somewhere and for him to treat you like this after everything that you've done for him is not okay. And he needs yeah. to understand that it's not okay. Pain creates change. So in what ways can you create pain for him? And it, it sucks to think like that. But if you want this to change, you have to think about it like that. Like what matters to him? What is going to to be able to create that kind of pressure for him? And I, I don't know what that is, but you're not doing the wrong thing here. Mm-mm. Money brings out the worst in people and you're seeing this with your entitled son Mm -hmm. yeah because when you were throwing it out there for him it was great but he's not the focus of that right now and yeah you're you're seeing that and that sucks and i'm so sorry for you for that yep not the asshole no sorry your life is complicated um right (laughs) i hope you guys are able to have a family conversation because yes. that's what's going to have to happen a family here. conversation where mama gets stern yeah and well no don't do that you're the mom don't be a petty asshole like i was going to suggest <laughs> what were you going to suggest i was going to suggest an itemized list Ah, uh, well you could come up with an estimate pretty easy you could you could and it would be a little petty maybe but maybe he pushes you there I don't know. Maybe you help him understand it. Even even if you can, well, when you can get him to understand it. If the people that he's bitching to on Facebook do matter, you're going to have to create enough pain for him to walk it back. Yeah. And that's going to be tough. True. Because then it's about, you know, walking something back publicly is going to make him look like a fool in that's front of a, them too. That's so, a swallowing pride situation. Yeah. And not a lot of people are willing to do that. No, but he's, but the fact that he went out there and did it in the first place means that it's going to be necessary somehow. So yeah, making him understand how wrong he is, is probably step one. Yeah. And then step two, creating out, creating at least presenting the potential for some kind of pain might be enough for him to walk it back. If you give a shit, hopefully you don't give a shit who he's talking to on there and the people that he's connected with don't matter to your life and you don't have to get into that territory and you could just make him understand probably isn't going to change who he is. He's still going to go on being entitled, but at least Mm -hmm. he drops this one specific scenario and you go on with your lives. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. Good luck. Good luck. Mm. Congratulations on, uh, on your daughter's wedding and on. And mending that relationship. There you go. Yep. Best wishes. For sure. Warmest regards. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to jump into our very last story here. A bonus number four. Thanks to Candy Thunder. And this one is, am I the asshole for asking my boyfriend to pay me back after he ate my food? Oh boy. Hmm. My female 24 boyfriend, male 25 have been dating for a year. We moved in together a month ago. We both split expenses. That is rent, some groceries and bills. We each buy our own self-care products, shampoo, body lotion, body wash, and stuff like that, and groceries. If we buy anything that's meant to be used, consumed by the two of us, then we also split the cost. 
He works till late every day. I work a normal nine to five job. Because of this, I eat dinner alone every weekday. The other day I ordered a pizza. The place I like doesn't have individual pizzas, only regular sized ones. I ordered a pizza and ate most of it. There were three slices left. I put them in a recipient and save it to eat later. The day after yesterday, around mid-morning, I went over to the fridge to grab something else and noticed that my food was gone. I waited until my boyfriend woke up and asked him if he had eaten it. He said he did, so I asked him to pay me back for half the pizza I bought since I had to pay for it all myself. He laughed because he thought I was joking, but I told him I was serious. I bought that for myself and paid for it. He had no right to eat it. He got angry at me and called me selfish for not sharing with him. I told him that's not what we had agreed upon when we moved in together. He's now upset with me. Am I the asshole? Hmm. I think we get to use a new term now. Everyone sucks here. Everyone sucks here. I think this is this is a very much an everyone sucks here because this is, this is not so petty. A relationship. Yeah. These are two bitter roommates. Yeah. Treating a relationship like they're roommates. And I understand having some boundaries in here, but but relationships? Yeah, I mean, we're not even seeing each other very often. It doesn't sound like Yeah. That. And when you are, you're bitching about the cost of the pizza that right she said she ate most of three pieces were left three pieces were left and she wanted to charge him for half so she was an asshole for for just being shitty and he was an asshole right back for for not following the protocols they had in place but they're both assholes here yeah that that is a weird situation like you guys have created such a complicated living arrangement but if both of you agreed to that living arrangement then yeah it's kind of douchey that he ate your food i guess he could have asked maybe he should have asked but also man it's three pieces of pizza and this is your significant other who you live with is this really worth and i'm not down for gaslighting oneself but ask yourself if this is really worth this fight or or whatever this is going to become because he shouldn't have laughed at you but also this is kind of laughable the tit for tat is yeah such bullshit to me here and i guess it all comes down to like what do you want your relationship to be yeah this is because these are two people that walked into this situation with with me attitudes Yes, me, 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 me. There's not one whiff of a we kind of approach to anything here. Like specifically, even down to we buy if we buy anything that's meant to be used or consumed by the two of us, we split the cost. Right. What? Shopping with these two must be a wow. Oh, my God. We need three shopping carts. How do you guys do toilet paper? Oh, I mean, mean, if he shits more often. Are you guys, do you have like a login sheet for the bathroom? Do you have a login for every log that goes out? <laughs> <Hey-o>. Hey, <laughs> see what you did there. Um, how do you do? I'm not above it. I'm not above it at all. <laughs> There's no shame in it. <laughs> they say bills. Like, are you logging and keeping track of how much water you're using? This is stupid. I'm sorry. This is not a good way to do a live together situation. No. I mean, I understand you have separate finances and that you're going to have to split totally. some costs. That That's how that works. But use this structure that you have right now and picture yourself five years down the road. Yeah. Picture yourself married. Good Lord. What the hell is that going to look like? And again, I understand you're going to have to split some costs on things, but you've got so you've gotten so granular here that that I I'm guessing this is this topic eats up a large percentage of your conversations. And those are times that you could yeah. be enjoying quality time together. But now you're just, <laughs> you're caught up in the tit for tat and the focused on yourselves instead yeah. of focusing on each other and having fun and loving each other and growing a relationship. You guys are just disgruntled roommates. Yeah. And that sucks. Yeah. I mean, you moved in together a month ago. This should be such an exciting time. And like such a growth opportunity and we're nickel and diming each other. Like what? Bizarre. This is bizarre. 
you sound like roommates who occasionally bang. <laughs> and roommates with benefits. Roommates with benefits. And money in relationships can cause so much contention and, and issue anyway. And it's a tricky thing to navigate. But the way, I mean, you guys are navigating through freaking shark infested waters right now that you put there, by the way. They're your sharks. This is so crazy. Yes, you're an asshole. You're an asshole. Three pieces of pizza. Come on. He's an asshole for not asking you because you guys did set boundaries. Right. Apparently. Dumb boundaries, but they're your boundaries. <laughs> so whatever. Boundaries. Stupid. I think the, the, the one silver lining here is that it's only been a month. True. And, and they're 24 and 25. This might be the first time that they've lived with, you know, lived with a partner. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, that's they true. could just not know how to do this. So they're using the roommate approach right now. Right. And that makes sense. But but you can stop doing that. And you could find a way that is that is more amenable to both of you and mm-hmm. that allows you to not focus on the minutiae bullshit all the time. And yeah. you know, well, like yes, like you get your own bougie self care shit and then split food down the middle. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Figure something out that doesn't lead to this kind of shit. Because ultimately, I think if you weren't worried about the tit for tat and the nickels and dimes, you'd be like, yeah, uh, have at the three pieces of pizza. Yeah. I want you to be happy mm-hmm. and not so worried about yourself and, you know, the cost of it or that you're going to eat it later or something. That's I mean, she even talks about how the place she likes doesn't have individual pizzas. She was going to get herself something different just so that this would not happen. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, you know what's funny is that um, is that I've read many stories similar to this one, and this is a this is a really? common thing. Yeah, but this is a common thing for some married couples too. Guys, and I don't get it. Life is difficult on its own. Don't create problems for yourselves. Kudos though for budgeting, especially at twenty four and twenty five. That's very cool. <laughs> it is budgeting. That's, cool. That's good a- budgeting like this. this- Bad. so bad it's so bad don't do this <laughs> i mean if you want to if you want to be alone forever sure yeah mm-hmm. or, or label shit i guess I, god this is so much unnecessary drama maybe if if you met like an accountant or some kind of inventory control manager this would be like a workable thing and it wouldn't be a big deal but Seems like it's a big deal to you guys. This feels like a big deal. Everybody sucks here. E-S-H. Indeed. Well, that's a good one to end on. Then. Yeah. Wow. Uh, this has been a journey. This, has. Is, this has been a journey through assholes. Yeah. Entire, big feelings. A lot of big emotions today. <laughs> a lot of big assholes. A lot of big assholes. <laughs> and some not assholes at all. And that's, that's right. nice. I'm glad that we had a couple, three. And we might have been too easy. You guys, I guess, will let us know. Maybe we let people off the hook. Uh, yeah, uh, comments are, are not shy whenever they disagree. That's for sure. I will be interested. I think we're going to get a lot on, on the mom one. You know what? Here's the deal though. Um, these are blind reacts for us, right? Like that is we, true. we read them and we're yep. like, we examine it right then. And we're not sitting here for hours. Um, you know, thinking about that one specific situation, we get to a point that makes sense and then we move on to the next right. one. So um, I will lose sleep over some of them. <laughs> No, it is It'll interesting though It'll that we fun. had we had big assholes and then no assholes. There yeah, was, there was no real in between here. Everybody assholes. Yeah, <laughs> assholes for everybody. It was everybody. like the Oprah of assholes down yeah. there at the end. Yeah, you get an asshole. You get an asshole. Mm-hmm. You get an asshole. It's amazing. It is. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for being here, Bree. Thank you. This it was. was fun. Uh, this was a fun time. We got to do this again sometime. For sure. Please, um, I'd love it. Yeah, I want to I want to start start figuring out what those triggers are for that uh that old wrestling persona in yours to to bring it out. I forget. Oh, the cake guy. The cake. cake. It was the cake. God, dang it. It was the cake that made me talk about a guy's sack. Yep. I cut a promo about cake. You know what? I'm not above it. I'm fine with it. It happened and now we're going to live with it. So. Yeah. Yeah, and it's now fine. now we it's know fine. we got to include at least one cake story when you come back. I would love that. And I will immediately get heated about it. Just just for you guys. See, I don't I don't know what it is, but I'm the same way. I'm the We're same just way. Passionate about pastries. Uh, apparently. Passionate about pastries. 
Uh, there's a there's a bakery name in there somewhere. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Might be the next business adventure. I feel like passion pastries would be a completely different. That product, could go though. a whole different route. We clearly need to woodshed this a little bit more. <laughs> there might be a lot of money in that idea, though. I don't know. We just need to figure out uh, what we're comfortable. Uh, passion pastries with making money on. Say hello to the croissant thong. <laughs> <laughs> It's gone off the rails. Yeah, it has. Uh, thank you guys so much for <laughs> for for uh, for hanging in there with us through these seven stories. Be sure that you uh, like, subscribe, and share. Sharing is an even more important one now as algorithms change. Uh, also, make sure you check out the latest swag on DustyThunderSwag.com. This is one of them. Scale on the front of a shirt now. You can go rock it wherever you go. And then we have the limited run items like these sticker sheets and sticker packs on dusty-thunder.com. And also, in case you haven't caught one of them yet, I am now live streaming every Wednesday on TikTok and every Monday night. Well, not every Monday night. Sometimes it's Sunday night, but usually it's Monday night. I'm multi-streaming on TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. So uh, be sure to check those out if you get a chance to. And Bree, thank you again. Thank you. So much fun. Thank you all. All right. We'll uh, see you next time. Thanks, guys. Bye. Hey, Dusty Thunder here, and I wanted to thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed that content. And if you did, please make sure to like, subscribe, and most importantly, share. Also, you can find swag and so much more at dusty-thunder.com, and you'll find even more content on all of our platforms. We're on TikTok, YouTube. We now have an official Facebook page that we'll be posting stories to as well. We have podcasts on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and so much more. You can see all of our content platforms on Linktree, which is linked in my bio. Engage with us wherever you're enjoying content and do your best to avoid the astronauts today. Thanks again.